Welcome back, player. Have your pen and paper? Let us discover lore untold within the exposition encyclopedia. Let us begin. Chapter 5 The Merchant on the Road A young elvish boy explores his grandfather's basement one rainy evening. He discovers all sorts of trinkets and pieces that he has never seen before. There's a set of silver-plated armor with gold trimming, a staff that seems to levitate in place on its own, a cloak hanging on a hook that occasionally flaps about like a gust of wind had just taken it. There's an old cobblestone table, once used as a workbench, now holds old crates of several amenities, like empty files, some alchemist's tools, fish hooks, and game pieces. There's a locked trunk next to the table that the boy is unable to open. He tries to push it over, but the weight of the trunk has made it quite immovable. The boy gives up and snoops around the table some more, where he finds a ledger, littered with sales and notes written by his grandfather. What he'll soon discover is a fascinating account of the Kingdom of Westwald. During an era in which the kingdom faced many changes and hardships, this, my dear adventurers, is the ledger of Vitruvius Nightwind, the merchant from the Underdark. Day 1. Hallmarch. 32 AKC. After King Carthus. I set off from the Underdark about a week ago and set my sights toward the town of Willowshire. I had made it into town just yesterday after nightfall, where a hesitant night watchman let me in after I changed his mind with what little coin I had. I brought a few trinkets from the Underdark, a few Durkar crafting recipes. I was hoping to sell them off at the local market. Willowshire's duke had decreed it illegal to sell there without permission. He hates elves. After the bygone war, he has held a certain prejudice. Drow weren't even involved, though. It was the High Elves. I ended up meeting a green dragonborn called Agronok, who led me to the Undermarket, just below the White Stallion, Willowshire's favorite tavern. According to Agronok, no guard has ever thought to look for the Undermarket here. He says this place has a reputation too pure to ever draw the eyes of the law. Hmm. Noted. Sales. Durgar crafting recipe. War pick. Acquired 52 gold. 
loth priestess necklace. Twenty silver. I will stay here a while to accumulate some more funds, and then I'll head south towards Drakenfeld. Agronok tells me there's plenty of money to be made there. Day 16, Hallmarch 32, AKC. I left Willowshire three days ago. I sold most of my Underdark trinkets to the folks in the Undermarket. Agronok helped me find some work on the side to raise a few more funds on my travels. We hunted a periton with the Defenders Guild. The creature was of the like I had never seen before. It had horns of a stag, but its body was of a avian variety. It almost gutted me with its sharp talons. Peritons are aggressive creatures and will try to tear you to shreds the moment they see you. I believe they've acquired a taste for elves. It was finally taken down from one of the guild's rangers, who pierced its heart with an arcane arrow. Peritons are often taken for granted, while they are not Hefty in constitution, they make it up in speed. Once the creature flies off, it is impossible to hit. My sword barely harmed the creature. I perhaps cut off a few of its feathers. I will have to be cautious, shall I ever need to cross through a mountain range. Those beasts love to roost there, according to the guildmaster. Sales. Ring of Loth, 30 silver. Silver jewel box, 10 gold. Funds acquired from the hunt, 10 gold. Current total, 62 gold, 50 silver. Minus 10 silver. Living Expenses Day 21 Hallmarch 32 AKC The days grow shorter. Hallmarch will be ending soon, and Frostwind will begin. I had to stop in the village of the Onyx Grove, where I took leave at the Pearlescent Dragon. There I met Brother Aston and Sister Hella of the Clerical Order of the Shimmering Fang. The order is devoted to the Platinum Dragon Bahamut. They call him the Elder Dragon, and aid him from keeping the forces of Tiamat at bay. The thing I had found curious is the two clerics were both Firbolgs. I was led to believe that their kind was more of a neutral party. But these folk seem to have taken up arms to become Westwald's protectors. I inquired as to what their purpose was here in the Onyx Grove. 
and they told me that a red wyvern had been spotted in these parts. I saw an opportunity here. If I lent my sword to these knights, perhaps I would be able to have them in my favor in the future as a potential clientele. If I were to get my hands on a few wyvern teeth, and preferably a fang, some of its blood, and about a dozen scales, I would have some highly sought after alchemical ingredients. Addendum. The wyvern nearly ate me. It was a good thing I had befriended the clerics. Sister Hilla landed the killing blow by plunging her greatsword through the wyvern's skull. Good news is the clerics let me have the parts I requested as payment. Brother Aston gave me a second fang. He said he felt awful about my near-death experience. Nothing was wounded, except for my pride. Sales, Doll of Loth, five copper. Minus eight silver. Day thirty-five, Frostwind. Thirty-two, AKC. Met the Knights of the Grey Banner today. Sold most of my inventory of wyvern parts to them. Curious that I have met yet another faction in Westwald that are only dedicated to the slaying of dragons or monsters of that variety. I spoke to their leader Hask Dreadwall, a Goliath hailing from King's Summit. It was only by sheer coincidence that I met them. They were also hunting for a wyvern, but apparently it was gray in color. Whether they wanted to slay it or capture it was unclear to me. I did not know. Such a color could exist in the worm family tree. I suppose it must come as a result of a chromatic and metallic breeding with one another. Met a lad named Leo Hastings, a human from the capital city. Leo told me they use parts from the monsters they slay to brew the oils and potions that have proven to be effective in combat. Now one last thing. My heart has been stolen. There was a knight I spoke to there, a drow, one of my own. Her name was Askiel, and she was absolutely stunning. I think she must have some giant blood in her. She was taller than me by a fair amount. It didn't bother me at all. I couldn't stop staring at those eyes of hers. They were... mesmerizing. I wish I had stuck around to see the knights hunt the wyvern. But at the time, I wasn't really anxious to go near another one of those bastards. If fate is kind, then hopefully we will cross paths again. Sales. Wyvern materials. 200 gold. Total. 
262 gold, 42 silver, and 5 copper. Day 40. Frostwind. 32 AKC. Arrived in Dragonfell today. You would never believe who I ran into. Agronok. I don't know how he got here before me, but I was relieved to see a friendly face. Apparently, the Duke here is a silver dragonborn. In all honesty, should have expected that twist, seeing as Drake is in the city's name. I used some of my funds to buy two things, a cart and a trunk. The trunk was expensive. Agronok led me to yet another undermarket, where an orc sold me the illegal item. Apparently you can't infuse the holding enchantment with anything but a bag or something similar in Westwald. A bottomless trunk, apparently, violates some sort of economic decree of some sort. I think it's just an excuse so the crown can stuff their pockets with the egregious taxes they've put out. I bought the trunk. It's not like they can prove it's bottomless. Have to keep it locked so no one looks inside. You also have to cart it around on wheels because the damned thing is so heavy. In time, it will pay for itself. I bought the cart so I can display merchandise. I hope to sell most of what I have and potentially join the Spellcrafters Guild. I need to learn how to protect myself and I've grown keen on using magic. Always been naturally gifted with it. I made for poor swordsmen. Nightwind spent seven years of his life in Drakenfeld. There, he started his first successful business, and promptly put it on hold when he made enough coin to join the Spellcrafters Guild. He trained with many talented wizards and sorcerers, and then, finally, when he was skilled enough, he turned focus back to the world of merchants. Day 2556 39 AKC Queen Break Hask's Dreadwall was killed along with the Knights of the Grey Banner. The Shimmering Fang Great Hall was torched to the ground, and just this morning, Lord Monrack Silvertongue was assassinated while addressing the public. Dragonfeld is no longer safe. I am making my way toward the capital city tonight with Agronach. It'll be safer behind those walls. There is a conspiracy at work here. Day 2567, 39 AKC. Queen Break. By some miracle, Lady Askiel and Squire Hastings are alive. So are both Sister Hella and Brother Aston. Agronach and I ran into them at the Silvermane Inn in the capital city. I watched as they formed a 
party, ready to set out on an adventure to stop this conspiracy against Westwald. I was invited, and I said yes. I am a merchant, but Westwald is my home. I hope to put an end to whatever this is. Day 2598, 39 AKC. Oh, March. It's been a while since I've written. There's been a lot happening. Turns out there is a conspiracy unfolding. The forces of Tiamat are striking from the shadows. Those wyvern sightings from seven years ago were most likely the scouts of the Dragon Queen. We put down a group of brigands called the Red Scales, a group of dragonborns in Haxville, just south of the capital city, which led us to the cave of Ashven, a young red dragon who gained a following for torturing the Grey Banner. He was slain by Hastings in our battle with him, but Askiel told me that there was more than one dragon in the attack. Ashvin seemed to have taken the credit all for himself. Hastings told me the second dragon was green, and that one in particular was not only larger, but had been the one to kill Dreadwall. Askiel has sworn revenge against the creature. I can tell that Dreadwall's death has taken a heavy burden on her. I won't tell her how I feel just yet. Not time for it. Hopefully, I'll make it through this to tell her. I collected quite a few materials from Ashvin. The others raided his loot stash. They gave me a staff. The thing refuses to touch the ground. Almost like it's allergic to it. I'll have to figure out what exactly it does. Addendum. The staff makes you float. Well, levitate may be the more appropriate description. I levitated about ten feet before falling right on my face in front of Lady Askiel. She got a laugh out of it. That's a good thing, I suppose. Still embarrassing, though. Day 2620. 39 AKC. A lot more has unfolded since we slew Ashven. Most importantly, the Crown Prince was murdered, his carriage attacked just by King Summit. There was nothing left but a charred hole. That rules the crown out of the conspiracy. Agronach said he thought Lord Silvertongue was behind it before he was assassinated. Someone has to be acting from within. The fact that dragons know who to kill and when to do it seems well too coordinated without insight from somebody involved with the crown. We stopped to make camp for the night. Hastings taught me how to fish, finally. It's quite a peaceful activity. 
I have noticed this ledger I keep has turned into a journal recently. We haven't been paid much, but last I checked, our funds made out to 700 gold, 500 silver, and about, yes, 75 copper. I sold some of the dragon parts when we passed the onyx grove, and we should be set for a few months we don't go on another massive shopping spree. I swear these folks don't know the value of coins. Probably why I was made responsible for the funds. I still love these guys, though. Day 2632. 39 AKC. Hallmarch. The Shimmering Fang Great Hall was a horrific sight. Poor Sister Hella could not bear to be there longer than an hour before Askiel had to take her back toward the town below. Hastings and Agronach searched the rubble while I followed Brother Aston to the Master Cleric's dormitory. We wanted to see if there was anything we could find. We only found a shred of evidence, but it was something. Master Cleric Daru had kept a journal that miraculously survived the fire, and the day before the Great Hall was torched, he had received a threat from someone called Phyronis Lockwind. His threat claimed that a hellish judgment was awaiting them. We showed it to the whole party. Not even Agronach recognized the name, and I'm sure he's met every dragonborn in Westwald. Acquired a bundle of jewels from Daru's room. I will aim to sell them at the next market. Day 2645. 39 AKC. Frostwind. Phyronis Lockwind seems to be a fake name, but it has led us back to where my adventure began. Willowshire. Yes. We asked around for them, but no one would tell us who or where he was. I was eventually kidnapped. I had a bag pulled over my head and everything. They beat the ever-living divine spirits out of me. I say they because I don't know exactly who they were. I had the bag pulled off my head after they were all dead. Askiel had saved me. The others were there too, but I'm pretty sure she had done most of the work. Her sword and shield were coated in blood. Current funds. 781 gold, 500 silver, and 75 copper. Addendum. Minus 100 silver after a night at the White Stallion. Total is now 781 gold, 400 silver, and 75 copper.
at day 2,660. Frostwind. We have turned every stone and ripped up every floorboard here. We finally annoyed the Duke enough to gain an audience. I was shocked to find out that he is too dragonborn. Lord Vlatius Brightscale. He's gotten that last part on the account of his yellow scale. Quite an exotic pigmentation for dragonborns in Westwald. He knows who Phyronus is. Says he camps out around the king's summit. Some sort of paranoid poet. Refuses to use his birth name, I guess. He thinks someone is out to get him. Fair enough. Funds. 750 gold. 350 silver. 26 copper. Living expenses. Day... 2670. 39 8KC. Frostwind. Alright. So it turns out Phyronus is actually a blue dragon that speaks in rhymes. Well, spoken rhymes. Brother Aston saw to his demise. It was a tough fight, but we made it out okay. Hastings took a nasty hit, but he's all right now. Hella was able to heal his wounds. This bastard hoarded tons of loot. We should be able to eat for a whole year without worry. Note, blue dragons breathe lightning. Funds. 12,000 gold, 700 silver, and 50 copper. I found a cloak in the stash. It's quite comfortable, but it gets caught in the wind, even if it's just very slight. Addendum. The cloak has a thaumaturgy enchantment. Day 2690. I haven't written in a bit, but there's a good reason. We headed back to Willowshire just to confront Brightscale, but the town was... gone. He had destroyed it. We followed his trail. It was headed to the capital city. We couldn't let him destroy Westwald. We were able to cut them off at Queen's Edge Mountain. We faced off with Brightscale and another dragon... A green one called Marsh Eater. It had to be the hardest fight of my life. But we were able to do it. We had trapped Marsh Eater in a cave. In a combination of my fireball spell and Agronox Scatterbomb caused a cave-in and it crushed the beast inside. Bright Scale was different. We couldn't trap him Lady Askiel scaled the beast and stabbed him in the vital point between his head and neck. I remember the dying roar of Brightscale. It was the most relieving sound I've ever heard. I acquired a few scales and threw them into my trunk. 
He stopped an invasion of the Dragon Queen and her forces. No one will ever know what happened. Hastings says he's going to rebuild the Grey Banner. If I ever again write in this ledger, I hope I can end it on something more satisfying. Ten years passed, and the entries continued. Most of them became consistent with Nightwind's earlier entries, detailing beasts, factions, and the occasional sale. However, there was one last entry the ledger holds, one left for the prying eyes of his grandson. Baldwin, I knew you'd find this book one day. You've got your grandfather's sense of adventure. I suppose you've already figured it out, but yes, Lady Askiel is your grandmother. I told her how I felt about a year after we stopped the Brightscale conspiracy. She still kept her old grey banner armor. Well, I did. I've kept it in good condition all these years. I opened up my shop, Nightwind Emporium, about five years after we got together. Agronok rebuilt Willowshire and became the new duke after the crown acknowledged his bravery in slaying the dragons who attacked the village and killed the old duke. I attended the wedding of Hela and Hastings. I always knew they'd end up together. Brother Aston became a farmer and has a cottage in the Onyx Grove. I used to get wyvern fangs from him from time to time. Your grandmother and I kept Nightwind Emporium going until I gave it to your father. Now I spend my time writing notes you may never see. <laughs> but I know a curious elvish lad when I see one. Don't try opening the trunk. I have no idea what's in there. Grandad Nightwind. <laughs>